Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sleep Deprived Podcast with your co-host Colby and Mandy. Okay, guys. So, um, thank you guys for watching our or listening to our last episode. Yes. Um, and for our first episode, we're having a lot more listeners. So, thank you guys. Always want to, you know, just bring some appreciation to the starting. Yes, we appreciate you. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about mental health. Something, a very big topic I'm, I'm realizing now yes. since quarantine. It's been a very big topic. Yes. So when we say mental health, we're not talking about people who are, um, it's not like insanity or no, it's not anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no shade to people like that who are out there, you know, going through their problems like that. No shade to them. Yes. But we're just going to vaguely talk about like um, mental health in teens, really. Yeah. So basically mental health is just what's going up what's going on up in your brain. That's basically it. Because I feel like if your brain if your mental health, if your brain isn't functioning, your regular bodily health is not going to be good either. Yeah. So both of them have to work together. So we're just going to talk about kind of some other thing, not really everything we went through, but like um, you know maybe one or two things that cause you know us to really realize that our mental health is important and you know how we cope with it yeah guys just a reminder we are not like professionals on this oh no we're not doctors we're we're not doctors we're not psychologists we're not therapists no this is just our personal experiences with our mental health exactly so we're don't take us to share with exactly you guys. that we're choosing to share with you guys. So don't take us word for word. Mm-mm. Yes, please. Exactly. <laughs> don't bother. Go to your therapist and say we said no, we, no, no. They said that we're supposed to do this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Don't do that. Okay. So first up, we're basically just going to talk talk about like let's say some of the mental health issues that like we kind of went through. So some of the how would I say the most relevant ones or you can say the most dominant ones is kind of like anxiety or depression you can say anxiety is a mental health yes anxiety and depression now i don't know a lot i don't know about all of them but these are the ones that kind of mainly affect me and amanda in a way so amanda you want to start off first okay sure um okay if we're talking in regards to anxiety for me, I think I suffer from social anxiety more than anything. And that has been something that I've realized my entire life. Basically, every time I'm in a social setting, I tend to be very nervous. I start to overthink a lot. Um, I can't really, it's hard for me to really formulate my sentences properly when speaking to people sometimes. I've gotten better at it, like as of now, as I've grown older, because I feel like now I'm kind of like coming out of my shell a little bit and like kind of coping with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, social anxiety, it's hard. Because I feel like human beings are naturally social creatures. Like that's what 
it's yeah. one of the things we're made for yeah basically. yeah because like you have to talk to people yeah like you cannot you can't not go anywhere and be in a social setting basically so it's quite difficult to deal with but for me what I try to do to cope with it is I just try to push myself out of my comfort zone and push my boundaries so if I feel myself in a social setting like kind of like going in my shell and not really talking to anybody I try to force myself to talk to at least some person like anybody around that's true that is yeah like I try to force myself and um I promise you at the end of the day you'll feel so proud of yourself that you're like okay I talked to somebody today and it wasn't as bad today you know that's true that's really true yeah so um for me mine is a mixture I'm still figuring it out mine is genuinely a mixture I'm still figuring it out so social anxiety is something very new to me actually because I never had social anxiety before Mm-hmm. I started developing developing it during quarantine, really. Because nowadays, when I'm going out, for some reason, I'm so nervous to be around people. And I'm yeah. never like, I was never like that before. Genuinely, I was never like that before. When I go out, like, let's say, for instance, um, like, maybe you're invited somewhere. Not necessarily like a party or anything. I'm not the, I'm not the party type. Really, I'm not the yeah. person for crowds. I honestly don't think parties are a scene. Yeah, no. Maybe like if, if it's like a small get-together, fine, cool. Yeah. So if it's like a get-together and um, at first, I'd be like, oh, I'm so happy to go and I'd, I'd walk around and maybe I'll introduce myself to a few people. No, if somebody invites me to a get-together, I'd be like, do I want to go? Do I want to see people? Do I want to talk to people? Like, like what? Like what am I going there for? So and then I think and then I think to myself, okay, if I'm going to this get together, a friend of mine or somebody that I'm close to has to come with me because if they don't come with me, I'm going to sit there by myself the whole night and not talk to anybody. Exactly. So I always feel like if I'm going somewhere, I need to have somebody that I know with me so I can at least talk to them. Because what happened one time in a social setting, I was there, I didn't know anybody. I I had no form of like friendship with any of these people at all. And I sat there. Worse, I didn't have any service on my phone. I sat there and I was on my phone. And I was just, I was playing games. And if I wasn't playing games, I ha- I was in the notes section there, pretending I was texting someone. And that is yes. the lowest form. That's just the lowest form of sadness. Yeah, for real. That's, that's how you know you fit rock bottom. Exactly. That's the lowest form of sadness. I'm in the notes section of my phone trying to acting like i'm texting someone when genuinely yep. i could have probably just got up and tried to speak to people because someone came over to me and they're like hi how are you are you new here yada 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 and i was talking to them but at the same time i was so nervous because i was like jittery you know in a way yeah and normally nowadays i get very nervous with certain things like if i'm going to take an exam nervous yeah um also other than social anxiety which as i said i'm very new to not yes no yeah social anxiety regular anxiety yeah is another thing for me and I feel like that one is really big and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mix anxiety really with depression I I'm not gonna say I was depressed I got a taste of it just 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 a a crumps Mm -hmm. because you have people out there who are seriously suffering from depression in such a really bad way 
just got like just a little, just a little, just a little crumbs of it. So anxiety is mainly my big thing because when I'm doing something or not really doing something, but when nowadays I feel like when I want to talk about something, I feel like I have to keep my opinions to myself sometimes because it's like, okay, what if I say something and then like it doesn't come across how I want to say it, people are going to jump down my throat and yada, yada, yada and all of this stuff. And it's like nowadays, it's not like I want to think about people's opinion, but I kind of feel like I have to think about other people's opinion or kind of like, you know, listen to some yeah. what, what other people have to say because then if I don't, I'll mess up. And when I mess up, people jump down at my throat. And then when you're trying to explain back yourself, you can't explain yourself how you want to explain yourself. So that's why I try to keep myself in my own little shell, in my own little bubble. Also, anxiety kind of takes me when it comes towards like um exams. I have major anxiety when it comes towards exams. I, maybe maybe that's everybody. Maybe that's not everybody. But for me, major anxiety when it comes towards exams for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want to say, sorry, but I just want to say that the part where you're talking about how you don't really feel like saying something because you feel like people might use it against you. I... 100% deal with that also and I feel like it comes from like a fear of like embarrassment I think or like fear of someone using it against you negatively to yes, try and embarrass you using it against you using using your yeah. words against you and reason why I feel like um maybe may I feel like okay for me the reason why I have the fear of people using my words against me because I was kind of in that predicament as at one point and I said to myself, I'm never going to go back through that again. I'm going yeah. to make sure I know what I'm saying to people because if I don't, that will happen again. And that is also kind of why I'm kind of very distant when it comes towards people. Mm-hmm. So that can be one of the reasons. I feel like sometimes maybe past experiences can develop these kind of mental yeah. issues. Past experiences can help you to develop these type of issues. Also, another thing that I realized that lit um me and you both let us um develop mm-hmm. these mental issues for school no we're not gonna yep. blame we're not gonna blame school for everything no yeah no no we're not gonna but blame it played a major part it was a major contribution it was a major contribution <laughs> no it wasn't a contribution from grade 79 the contribution of it started from grade 10 to 11 and that was mainly when we were around for starting like our exams right yes it was around exam time that i started to realize that I was, I wasn't happy anymore, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, okay, I'm going to school. I'm seeing my friends, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be there. Like, all right, yeah. generally, I don't really want to go to school in general. That's just, that is just me. Yeah, and point blank period. Point blank period. I just don't really like school. Mm-hmm. I do excel in school, yes, but I just really don't like going there. Um, but. When you have your friends at school, you know, you feel like a level of, you know, you want to go to school, like, hey, I'm going to see my friend here today, yada, yada, yada. But when I'm going there now, maybe it was because um, me and Amanda split when we were going into classes. That was another thing that hit me. I don't know yeah. what I told you, but that hit me really hard when I realized that me and Amanda weren't going to be in the same class because then I'm saying to myself, I'm going to have to make new friends. Yeah. And that's when the social anxiety kicked in because mm-hmm. i realized I'm, first of all i'm going to have to make new friends second of all when you make the new friends you have to start talking to them more frequently 
Then when yeah. you start to talk to them more frequently, you have to go open up yourself to people. And then there's a chance of getting hurt when you open up yourself to people. So there was just so much going through my mind. And I don't know about you. Was it the same for you? Oh, yeah. And there was two sides for me with that situation. Because I felt like, one, I felt like the distance would have kind of like built our relationship even more like made it stronger in a way yes that was like we were together 24 7 and we were in most of each other's classes for like what three years from grade seven to grade nine so I felt like that would have made us like stronger in a sense but then also I was scared because I was like okay I'm not going to have COVID with me any at all like we had no classes whatsoever like at all we didn't see each other as often as we did before so I was like dang I'm going to have to make new friends and that was hard because I was like exactly the, like the only time we had was like lunchtime and lunch. our lunchtime was like 40 minutes yeah and the worst part of it that was a period when we were doing like SBAs and getting ready for exams so sometimes yep we would we didn't even, see each other we, yeah sometimes we would we didn't even see each other at lunch because there will be there will be times where we didn't even see each other an entire day an entire day and we'd have to text each other and be like, and be like where, Yo, where were you today yeah like, like, where like, you <laughs> because sometimes I come in the mornings okay so we normally like line up outside in the mornings and I'd see a man yeah. and be like okay she's at school but yeah. then sometimes in the mornings, I'm just so up in my head with certain things that I don't even know who is at school. So I feel like, wait, did you see Amanda today? Yeah. And then it, it really got bad mostly in grade 11 um, when the SBAs really started because at that time, we didn't see each other very much. We didn't see each other a lot because um, mm-hmm. SBAs and on top of that, normally in my lunchtime, I would kind of like take some of my lunchtime to like finish up SBAs or to kind of yeah. Because they were really hard and stuff like that. And then you have to do like group SPAs and you have to have meetings. And it was so stressful. And I think at that time, I kind of built up the anxiety around it. Because also, I never want to fail. Yeah. I, I didn't want to fail at school or any other time. Like in grade 79, I was like, eh, it's whatever. But then when yeah. I realized that I'm paying to do an exam and I don't want to waste my parents' money. Yeah. I realized that, damn, I really need to settle down and do what I'm doing. And then that's when the anxiety kicked in because it was so much work. And I feel like a lot of people put pressure on those exams. I mean, yeah, it's like very important, but I feel like people put a lot of pressure to the point where students are like, if I fail this, like, my life is over. Like, exactly. generally, I was like, if I fail this, my life is that over. Is over, yes. I've heard many people say before, if you fail this, your life isn't over, right? Your life isn't over. You can do something else. You can take back the exam or whatever, whatever. But money is not easy to come by out here for these exams. So it's kind of like a one-time thing and that's it. Yeah. And there was a lot of pressure because this is the exam that's going to determine if you're with your you high school life, you're starting knowing now. Pretty much. And looking back at it now, I'm like, I have to laugh. Maybe it was because of, maybe because COVID hit. Mm-hmm. But then looking back at it, I'm like, the five years that I spent in high school to learn all of this stuff, half of that thing did not come on the exam. Exactly. Exactly. Half of it didn't come on the exam. And I sat for months 
and months stressing myself and this is when like the real anxiety and a little bit of the depression kicked in when i realized that covid hit i didn't know when exams were going to come up so i didn't know mm-hmm. when i was supposed to study or what i was supposed to study at the time the dates kept changing so every time the date gets closer i would get more scared but when it yeah. moved further away i'd be like okay but then i procrastinate Mm-hmm. and then you didn't know what level the exams are going to be at so then you're like okay should I study this should I study that what am I supposed to do until they say study everything and I'm like I'm supposed to study everything I'm the robot mm-hmm. yeah and it, it it got so bad then to the point where they say all right this is what you're supposed to do and then that is what I did but it got so bad to the point where I, I stopped sleeping at night just to study I stopped sleeping at night yeah, I would pull all nighters to look over exam papers and stuff like that. And then, because I wasn't sleeping, it then affected my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the let's say to be the depression kind of kicked in mm-hmm. when I stopped sleeping. I'm still not sleeping now, but it's not that yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sleeping. I'm I'm understanding better at me not be sleeping thing than I am. <laughs> yeah i fixed my sleep schedule lately yes, yes, so. she, fixed her. she fixed hers i am still fixing my we're work in progress it's, yeah it's, it's getting coming there. along it's getting there <laughs> it's getting there okay it's getting there uh so, yeah so Amanda, how did you kind of like all right how did you cope with it in in terms of what anxiety or of- depression both of them in in a way like all right not get over it it's not that we're over mm-hmm. it no we're still yeah. going through it but like what kind of ways did you like maybe find or develop or like little hobbies or stuff that you did over the time period you know to kind of you know be able to live with it um well okay if i'm talking for the depression side of things mm-hmm. oh psa by the way uh we are i'm well i don't know about you but i'm not diagnosed oh no i'm not official diagnosis but i think that it's okay to say that we suffer from symptoms of depression yes and that's okay to say there's only one thing i'm let's say diagnosed with and that's insomnia because i'm not sleeping yeah i'm diagnosed with anxiety and covid insomnia but Yeah. yeah but for me um well i realized that I was kind of not okay after COVID hit and then I was out of school I'm still out of school but like after I graduated and things weren't really working in my favor so I was like okay so what's my purpose in life anymore and to the point where it's like I used to wake up and be like I I don't want to get out of it because what is my purpose? Like, I have no purpose anymore. So why Same. should I wake up? Like, why should Same. I be here right now? Same. Um, yeah, and it was a lot of tears, a lot of sleepless nights. And yeah, not going to go down that rabbit hole. But for me, um, honestly, I didn't really have a set way to deal with it which was very interesting to me because honestly, I just started realizing over a period of time that I'm like, wait, I'm not in that space anymore. Like I'm doing okay than I was a few Mm -hmm. months ago. And honestly, I feel like for me, I realized that I wasn't really thinking in a negative way anymore. Like I'm a big 
pessimist so I tend to think of the negative side of things mm-hmm. before I think of mm-hmm. the positive side very much true very much true. very much true yes <laughs> um and yeah so I started to like really not think in a negative way and I just decided to wake up and be grateful that I'm here today because like you know and also I just started getting my life together like I started working on things that I needed to work on and even though it might not give me the result that I want or it might not give me the result now still I know that I'm working towards a better me and so I felt myself like every day slowly getting better and slowly coming out of that space so yeah that's how I kind of coped with it but it's different for everybody it's different for everybody I liked how you coped with it yeah (laughs) mine was a process mine was Amanda knows mine was a process to go through yeah I think when mine when I fully realized I was depressed and it's gonna be so ironic it was after exams after I got my results from my exams it hit yeah now right after I got my results I didn't go straight into university I took a couple months off because we said listen COVID stressed me out quarantine stressed me out the school Mm -hmm. has stressed me out these exams have stressed me out I'm gonna take some time for myself yeah right I'm gonna take some time for myself but then the time I said I was going to take for myself I didn't take for myself Mm. it started as Amanda said waking up um didn't feel the urge to get up I also didn't Mm -hmm. feel the urge to eat I had to be forcing myself to eat sometimes um also a lot of headaches really for me a lot of headaches and then like let's say emotion wise it was a roller coaster because at one point I'd be I'd be so full of emotions I don't even know some of the emotions sometimes I'd be so full of emotions all at once and then sometimes I'm like I don't really care like I really don't care I just wake up and be like I really don't care and it was really bad and then I would talk to Amanda about it because I, I don't know, like, there's just some things up in my head. And I'm like, I shouldn't be thinking this. And I talked to her about it. And she, you know, we'd be there talking and she tried to encourage me and stuff like that. But I feel like when I, what, what hit me, I don't know what hit me one night. I swear, I keep talking about this every day. I don't know what hit me one night. I was mm-hmm. sitting down in my couch. No, I was lying down in my couch, honestly. And it was I maybe mean, after 12 or something like that. And I was genuinely just there crying. I don't know what the hell I was crying for, but I was crying for some reason. And then it's like, as I was there crying, it's like I stopped. I stopped and it's like something said to me, I don't know if this, I feel like it was honestly, I feel like God was talking to me. I feel like God just said, get up, stop feeling sorry for yourself. It's been months. Mm-hmm. And this is taking a toll on you in the worst way. You have things to do. You have a purpose, mm-hmm. right? You have better to come. You can't sit down right here for the rest of your life and keep wallowing in pity like this. You need to get up and do better. You need to get up and do better for yourself. And that's when I kind of, like when it kind of hit me that I'm not doing okay and I need to start doing better. So some of the things that I kind of use to, cope as you say was i found um i used to watch tv shows but then i stopped really watching them 
um anime was something that i started watching now people might say oh anime is for kids blah 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 that's 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 your opinion not for mm. me it helped me um everybody has their own thing that they use anime was kind of one of the things that i i watched and i liked it and it, it made me happy like i looked forward to watching it it made me happy it made me want to watch it more also i started to um expand more in cosmetics or like makeup you say i am not a makeup professional no but i can dabble in it so i started to do it more and i realized that i started to find peace while doing it i enjoyed it a lot more um also exercise no exercise for me is on and off yeah yes exercise for me is on and off but it did help it it Mm kind of it kind of blocked out from thinking the negative thoughts all the time so exercise did kind of help you know because i was very on and off with it like i'd be going with it for a month and then like one month later wait but it's supposed to exercise no yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. so like it, it's on and off it's still on and off now but i feel like for me in order for me to really take it seriously i'm going to need adrena honestly yeah i, I really think someone I'm going to, to push you exactly yeah. just someone to make sure to wake you up every day and be like hey you need to come in today you need to do something mm-hmm. and they like they're monitoring and telling you what to do. because honestly yeah. if i am supposed to do it on my own it ain't gonna reach nowhere <laughs> it's not yeah. gonna reach anywhere um also what else um motivational quotes a lot of people kind of overlook them but they really do help yeah i feel like they really do help so i had downloaded this um I kind of forced myself to download this motivational quotes app on my phone and it's been on my phone for over a year now and it really does help every like you set the time on it and every morning or during the day you would get a quote and you know stuff like that so it kind of motivates you to like you know do what you want to do get up and I also found a hobby you know to do and that was kind of really I feel like when you find distractions mm-hmm you kind of block out the negativity when you find distractions yeah because i feel like not going outside not being able to like you know see you physically and stuff like that really did affect me not being able to see my friends really affected me because it's like when am i going to go back outside like i'm not going to see my friends we can't joke around and stuff like that as we used to so like am i going to be inside forever so it kind of messed with my head a little bit um speaking of that just to add on to that i feel like for me one thing that helped me cope also was talking to you guys as in like my friends like you yes yes especially because we have like calls every friday yes (laughs) or every saturday and that really helped because that made me look forward to talking to you guys. And even yeah. if it wasn't just like talking about how we felt, you guys were a distraction for me. True, true. And it, like it really also is. because I knew that you guys were dealing with like issues also, it made me feel like, okay, like I'm not exactly. alone in yeah, this and alone. they're there exactly. for me and I'll exactly. be there for you, you know? Exactly. I feel like... All right, I always, I know I always say, oh God, I preach this every day. I know I always say, I don't like people. Mm-mm, I don't <laughs> like people. I know yeah. I say it every day. I don't like people. It's true, but I feel like you should always, you should have someone you can trust to talk to. I feel like that's yeah. an essential in life. 
no matter how much you don't like people, no matter how much people mm-hmm. have wrong, at least one or two. I'm not saying have a pack. Yeah, like, like honestly, have guys, having like 500 friends that like people who have like many friends, I can tell you, those are the people who will tell you, like, I feel alone in my friendship. Like, because it's just so much going on and you don't feel like you can have like a personal connection with everybody. Exactly. Especially for me. As I said, my brain capacity can't take so much remember so much. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't remember every day. All right. So I have to text Amanda. All right. Then I have to text Jillian. All right. Then I have to text Lisa. Mm-hmm. Then I have to text Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes for about maybe three days or four days, I don't even text Amanda. Um, Amanda doesn't text me. And I'm like, wait, wait. Bob, what's up? No, I have people to talk yeah. I think it, yeah. it, it's a really a bad occurrence because it happened like about a month ago my fo- my phone was on do not disturb i put mm-hmm. my phone on do not disturb um i think when i went to sleep and i didn't take it off i wasn't really in the mood to talk to anybody and i didn't take it off for like about five days and i realized that where people were calling my phone and i was like why are people calling my phone and then amanda texted me and she said are you okay yeah <laughs> yeah and that texted me and she was like are you okay because this and um uh, because this person texted me and they were saying they haven't heard from you in a while and blah 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 and i was like oh i just remember to myself wait i have other people talk to them yep <laughs> I, I i was so out of it that i forgot mm-hmm. i genuinely forgot and i don't know it, it just it's just a process it's genuinely just a process sometimes and also one thing i realized i feel like mental health in some households are kind of looked over and the reason why is because i don't know if it's a mentality or if it's a stigma maybe it's a stigma but Mm -hmm. when you say to maybe a parent or so hey i'm a bit stressed out the first thing out here in a Caribbean household they're going to ask. Yep, you like the land water it? Yep. Oh my gosh. Why is it that the first thing is what do you have to be stressed about? Are you paying bills? Are exactly. You do- and I'm are like, you paying bills? Do you have a child? Are you exactly. paying mortgage? Oh my god, dropping at this. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like it's such a stigma where it's like, I feel like back then mental health it was really bad where nobody talked exactly. about it exactly nobody talked about it broadcasted that they have mental health issues it was like oh like this person's insane or they're crazy exactly. they're deemed as crazy but now people are starting to talk about it but I feel like some people are still back in that mindset where it's like what do you have to stress about? especially teenagers like what yes. do you have to stress about yes, like exactly there are a lot of factors besides adulting that exactly. contribute to stress, that contribute anxiety, to stress. depression, etc. And and I don't what I don't like is how some parents kind of look over school as school is easy. You go there, you get your exactly. you go there, you do this and you get your grade. School is not easy. We're not learning the same things that you learned. You learned different things. We're learning different things, and it is very hard mm-hmm. because we have to condition our minds in order to remember this and remember that. And I'm telling you. If you're doing something that you don't like, it's going to be harder for you. Exactly. It is going to be harder for you if you're doing something that you don't like. I am not a big fan of the sciences. And mm-hmm. in order to do CXC, I had to condition my mind in order to do this. Yeah. I genuinely had to condition my mind. I never liked it. Mm-hmm. 
and I had to just put myself in a position like, all right, you have a pause, so you have to do it. <laughs> it, it I don't know. It's just not something fun when you when all right, you want yeah. to talk to someone. Let's say, for instance, you want to talk to a parent, or you know, you want to confide in them. Maybe like, you know, so so stressed out. Where you have to stress well? Yeah, pick me. Yeah, pay a bill. Yeah, pay a mortgage. Oh, mortgage, jumping at ease. Like. That's that's not really the case. You you don't have to have a child or paying bills in order to feel stressed. Sometimes you're just stressed in general. Yeah. And I feel like just you know, if a child comes to you and say, "Hey, I'm I'm feeling a little bit stressed or a little bit down or something like that," just talk to them. Just talk. Yeah. And also another thing, if all right, this is for parents out there. Just because you see our face not smiling, it doesn't mean something is wrong with us. Yes. Oh my God. It does not mean we are sad. It does not mean somebody do with something. It does not mean something is wrong. No, no. Nothing has to be wrong with us. Exactly. Because that we don't have to be smiling all the time exactly I, I i don't like it when people come to me and be like warm to your wife is this so why, why so much attitude and i generally have to ask so my face can't stay straight while me and pennywise are cousin why, why exactly <laughs> i don't need, don't need to be smiling all the time and when they ask why are you always in your room room supposed to be on the roadside exactly <laughs> <laughs> roadside it's not always the time we want to come out of our rooms or talk to people sometimes. It's just exactly. we're, in our, we're in our head. We're in our little bubble. And I feel like for a lot of people, their room is like their sanctuary or like their safe space. Yeah. Where they can just just let go of everything. Exactly. Because I'm telling you, if I had a mini fridge in my room, I ain't moving. Honestly, I probably will never come out of my exactly. room. Exactly. If I had a mini fridge... I'd never, I'd never come out. Only to probably <laughs> like only for like wash my clothes and then for a beard and stuff like that. Yeah. Never get the room. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably wondering if she's hibernating. Mm-mm, I would never get out. Mm-mm. But I just feel like people need to, you know, take mental health into consideration a lot more for teenagers yeah. during quarantine, especially because us sitting inside, it takes a toll on you. So it it's still yeah. taking a toll on me. But it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. So I guys, feel like we're yeah. slowly becoming the better versions of ourselves. And I'm excited yes. to see that yes. for us. Yes, yes, that's true. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for us. Yes. <laughs> it's, giving, it's giving motivation. It's giving elevation. Yes, yes, period. Yes, yes. So guys, also, if you're struggling with like any kind of like mental health or stuff like that, I feel like you should guys like you know maybe look up some type of hobbies new stuff you can do if you want to try i feel like um a lot of people say writing helps yeah writing helps for some people not for me reason why mm-hmm. i i tried writing many yeah. times but um it didn't maybe because my brain kind of slow um i didn't <laughs> i have a book i still have a journal but the issue is i will write today i will write tomorrow but then by the next three, I will write today and tomorrow. But then two months later, I'll be like, wait, are we the last night? Yeah, book? like we're not consistent with it. Not a book. 
and you would look back and see like a date from like three months ago and you're like you know what I'm still with this song. yeah <laughs> right I also feel like talking to someone it doesn't even have to be a professional I just feel like having no. friends or family by your side exactly. really helps really does help yes like in the moment somebody could say oh talk to someone it might be like oh how is that gonna do anything but trust me even just to like for them to for you to just rant to that person because I know for the both of us us just ranting to each other did help in some way or another yes it did it did because at first when people said to me you know you just need to talk to somebody but then I'm like talk to who did I put them in a room yeah exactly who am I going to speak to (laughs) but then when I realized I started um talking to Amanda more and we'd rant yeah. and and okay when we say joke about our traumas we don't mean for everybody to be out there joking about their traumas okay yeah. I joke about everything let me tell you yes I joke about everything <laughs> some things don't joke about I'm a laugh and sometimes really I wonder when I got end up in the inner life what yeah yeah we, we can take the joke we can take the joke yeah but it's not we, ever, we it's understand not everything it. yeah exactly we understand each other so if you understand each other if you want to, you can joke about your traumas if you can take yeah. that. But and everything you joke about. Yeah. So there's there's a there's a line. There's a line. We just don't forget. But also joking about it kind of makes it a little better sometimes too. Yeah. Because when you joke about it, I make a one and two little joke about it. You laugh and you get over with it and you look back and you like say, you know, but I never do that. I yeah. that. But I just feel like having somebody there with you and, you know, having a little distraction kind of does help. So, guys, if you are going through any mental health issues or anything like that, you're not for God doctor all the time. You're not for... Mm-mm. Yeah. Some people don't want to talk to doctors and stuff like that. Sometimes they want to be personal. But if you have a close friend you can talk to or a close family member you can talk to, I recommend speaking to them. It really does help a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And make sure, don't, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard. Yes, guys. Honestly, when you look back and look back on the things that you were stressing and beating yourself up for, you look back and you're like, that was not that serious. Exactly. It wasn't that I was so hard on myself. Like, it was not that serious. It wasn't. I would, I, I I wasn't, I wasn't always hard on myself, but I was just down with certain things. Because Mm. if I, if I didn't, all right, let's say, I tried doing something and it didn't come out right the first time. I'd be like, I'm going to do this again. Yeah. So don't be hard on yourselves. And always remember, if you don't do something today, there's always tomorrow. Tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. You don't and have also, to be productive every day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I Honestly, I feel like that should be like on a banner somewhere yes. for everybody. You yes. You don't have to be productive. Because I feel day. like, guys... If you're not productive today, that's okay. You do that's not need fine. to be productive every single day. Exactly. Like, we're not telling you to, like, don't do anything. Exactly, no. Ever. Mm-mm. No, but, like, but, you know, still. Don't, like, you don't have to have something planned or do something every single day. Exactly. You can have days to just be with yourself and do what you like to do. Exactly. You don't have to do all of these things. Like, schedule and plan out your time. And make sure you have time for yourself. Exactly. And don't put out when and when we say schedule and plan, don't bunch up and put so much things where you exactly. don't have time for yourself. Because what I did a couple of days ago is like, okay, I need to focus on my room today. I need to clean my room. So I made a time when I okay, I clean here, I clean there, and then blah blah blah. And by the time I was done, I just had time for myself. And I'd be like, okay, 
I did this today and I'm happy. Yeah. I'm proud of myself that I did this today. Yes. And some days it's like, oh, I didn't do anything, but it's okay. There's another mm-hmm. day, right? Yeah. And you don't always have to wake up, guys, and exercise and do this and that. No. Exactly. No. You can wake up. If you want to eat breakfast late, you eat it late. But just remember yes. to eat, drink water. Yes. Drink water. Drink water. Hydrate. Drink water. Hydrate. Mm-hmm. Do what's right for you. Exactly. Okay. Just do what's right for you. Don't follow And do what people. you can handle. Exactly. Don't follow other people. Just because you see other people battling with this and that and they do this and they do that. Doesn't yes. mean you have to do it too. Everybody works differently. Everybody likes different things. And if someone does this, don't bash them for it. It's what they want to do. Yes. So just, you know, know yourself. Be happy with yourself. Be happy in your own skin. Love yourself before you learn to love others. That others. Is, that is the main thing I always say to myself. Love myself before mm-hmm. I learn to love others. Because if I can't love myself first, I'm not going to be able to love others. I'm going to be showing people fake love. Yep. And that's not good. Uh-uh, not in this exactly. time. Not in this time. But guys, exactly. just, make, just make sure to enjoy being yourself. Don't try yes. to put on a facade. Don't try to be don't try to you know fit in with the crowd be yourself and enjoy the time that you have and like enjoy the precious and special moments because tomorrow is not guaranteed i'm gonna put that out i'm gonna be exactly tomorrow Tomorrow is is not guaranteed guaranteed. tomorrow is not guaranteed go out and tell someone you love them exactly actually mean it exactly (laughs) don't Don't be out here telling lies don't don't (laughs) oh lord I had to learn another hard way. Do something for yourself today. <laughs> also, guys, I just want to say, if you guys are, like we said, dealing with mental health or dealing with, you know, like any other issues, suicide, anything like that, and you're seeking professional help, there is a um, mental health and suicide prevention helpline. So you can dial 888-639-5433. Again, 888 888- Six three nine five four three three. Yes. Okay, guys. So this is we're helping you, right? We're yes. helping you. We're helping you get there. This is the first. Yes, step. we're helping you get there. We want the a better step. world filled with the best versions of everybody. Exactly. We want everybody to be able to accept themselves, to accept others, love yes. ourselves, love others, right? So I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Yes. I know it's different from our laughing and banter. I yes, know this was more of a serious thing, but, but it needed to be said. Yes, it needed to be said because a lot of people aren't yes. speaking about it. But yes. just as I said, take time for yourself. It's very mm-hmm. important to take time for yourself. Yes. We hope you enjoyed our episode this week. We will be seeing you guys again next week with another yes. one. Right? Next week was probably more lively. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, um, also, if you guys have any questions, make sure to send them to our Instagram. We'll put up a poll. Yes. If you have yes. any questions, you can ask it there. Also, always send us your feedback if you like this episode, what you liked about it, you know, stuff like that. If you want to share any stories, that's also good. And we just want you guys to feel comfortable, just like you're talking to your regular friends. Yeah. So, we're going to see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye, guys.